welcome to the First Church Orlando podcast. Here you will find recordings of weekly sermons, devotions, interviews, and seminar recordings from the First United Methodist Church of Orlando. For more information about First Church Orlando, please visit our website at firstchurchorlando.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Now, enjoy the podcast. Welcome to today's podcast. Our theme for this year's Lent is My Story, helping us all to become more aware of the ways our personal faith stories intersect with God's story in Scripture. Throughout the season of Lent, we are introducing you to members of our First Church family, asking them to tell us a little bit about their faith stories. My name is Vance Rains. I'm the lead pastor at First Church, and I'm pleased to introduce to you today Mary Jo Foster. And I'm looking forward to this conversation and uh, hearing her story. Mary Jo, welcome to the podcast. Uh, as we begin, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and ways you are connected and involved at First Church Orlando? Um, I'm Mary Jo Foster. I've um, been a member of um, First Church for a very long time. Um, I have uh, raised three children in that church and um, and very happily been a, been a contributing member. Um, over the years, I've done a lot of different things, um, but right now I'm chair of the education committee and um, I work um, and help lead a Sunday school class and um, just pitch in wherever I can. Very good. Well, maybe it's time to make a, a little bit of a plug. Uh, Mary Jo is in charge of the, the team that put together our journal for Lent. Uh, Mary Jo, is there anything you'd like to tell people about the, the journal? Well, I'm just, I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm looking forward to um, everyone's interaction with the journal. It's a little bit different and um, where we really ask you to look at scriptures and um, talk about how that scripture intersects with your life and um, what it really means to you personally and gives you an opportunity to um, write about it and um, really come up with your own story. So um, I think it'll be really fun for everybody. I do too. The, the team did a great job and I appreciate your leadership in that. Um, hopefully everyone's gotten one in the mail and if you need more, you can contact the church office and we'll send them to you. Well, Mary Jo, obviously you've been part of First Church for uh, for a number of years and a big part of our church. I, I wonder uh, if you could share a little bit about how your faith journey began. Um, okay, I um, grew up, I was born into a Methodist church um, in South Carolina. And so I born into a family where church Sunday morning meant going to church and so I've been in the church for a very very long time and um, blessed by it and in church with my grandparents and all their friends so um, the Methodist church has uh, really put me on a path of at least introducing me to who Jesus was but when I was about a junior in high school we had a lay witness mission that came to our um our church back then, they were doing these around the country and a group of about 30 um, just uh, people would come to your, lay people would come to your church 
and meet in very small groups in people's homes and um, and just talk about exactly what we're talking about, their story, um, uh, what Jesus meant to them and, and how they have come to know him and, and what the difference um, he's made in their life. And um, it was that Sunday morning and a young um, college student was there speaking and she'll probably never have any idea what her words meant to me, but um, she said that morning that her, um, sometimes she felt God so close that she could reach out and touch him. Mm. And um, I was just intrigued by that idea because I knew a lot about Jesus and about um, the Bible and I knew all the stories and everything, but a relationship like that that was so close that I could really almost be able to reach out and touch him that um, that was really something I wanted and um, so after that after that weekend about six um, people junior and seniors in high school we got together and started a share group and really it was our journey it was we were looking to find out what it was that um, that, that girl had. And um, it, for two years we met and um, we just, our faith got so much deeper. We shared so much with each other. We didn't have an adult leader, it was just us. And um, it was just a very special, special way to get started, <laughs> yeah. It's a lot about the potential of youth ministry, doesn't it? Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, unbelievable amount. Um, the expression I think you said she's she said was God was so close you could reach out and and touch him. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So did that ever become true for you? Well, yes. And um, actually, during that um, two years of that uh, meeting. I was driving in the car, um, and I remember exactly where I was in a particular neighborhood, and I cannot, I, I, all I can say is that the reality of Christ became so totally um, real for me. He, I knew he was real. I knew that um, he cared for me and wanted to be in relationship with me. And um, I will never forget that. And I always, sometimes I think of it as strangely warmed, like Wesley um, mm -hmm. says, um, there was a very special moment that um, that he touched touched me. And um, so, I, and I've never forgotten it, never. Yeah, wow, that's great. Thank you for sharing that. How, um, how, how, if somebody did not have any kind of religious background or any experience in the church, um, how, what are kind of, what are words you would use to describe God to someone? Um, I think now I would really more describe God as a presence, hmm. um, uh, um and peace like peace and love and joy all wrapped up together but um and I also 
you know, I always think of him as the creator, my creator, the creator of this incredible world we live in. And um, I know that I can always meet him in his creation and um, uh, that I do feel like his creation is such a gift to us and that um, he blesses me so much with, um, I do seek beautiful views, um, mm -hmm. lakes and mountains, and um, I feel very close to him in nature. But um, God in general, just my confidant, my guide, mm. um, my encourager, you know, um, he's, He's really gotten me through a lot. <laughs> I can just say that. Really gotten me through a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you've uh, you've shared with me before that there's a special place in your house where you uh, you kind of have your time with God that overlooks the lake. Mm -hmm. uh, I wonder if you could just tell everybody about that and and what what do you do there when you're with God? Okay. Um, each morning, I um, I have this chair in front of the window. Um, kind of a picture window and I'm fortunate enough to be able to look out on a lake and um, the lake has always and water has always um, just kind of told me the story of or given me the feeling of um, God's presence and um, the coolness of water and the calmness of it and even if the if it's really um, crazy outside, um, there's waves out there. Yeah, I know underneath is calm and it will come back. The calmness will come back. And um, so I go out and um, usually uh, over the years, it's been different things. For many years, I used um, my utmost for his highest, a book that um, I, I just use that religiously over and over and um, to to just kind of guide me and getting me thinking about something particular. And, um, and I just sit quietly. I don't, I, my prayers are not real um, busy with me talking a lot. Um, I let my thoughts, you know, kind of free flow and uh, remember the people that um, I want to remember. And um, it's just a, and when I'm, but right now I'm reading scripture more. I've um, started reading short pieces of scripture and reading them over and um, finding a verse in there that if, if there's a verse in there that really touches me, I will write it down in a journal um, and uh, just try to focus on, on that. But um, my favorite thing that happens a lot of times there is that music has always been a really, really special part of my life. And so, um, and I'm really thankful that I grew up in the Methodist church and I learned those old hymns. And because I can't tell you how many times that I'll be just reading scripture and a, um, and even maybe just the melody will come into my mind and I will begin to think about the melody and I can't even remember exactly what the song is. And eventually I figure it out. Sometimes I have to Google it just with a little phrase that I remember. And it's always, uh, 
it's always fits exactly to what I was thinking about and what I needed to hear from um, from God. So sometimes I just sing it, you know, mm -hmm. sing it with him. And because um, music has really, uh, he's touched me very deeply with music. Mm. Yeah, I'm just, I'm struck by the variety of things you just said, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, going in reverse order, music and, you know, the hymns of the church that, you know, we learned growing up and um, scripture and uh, journaling and, uh, and, and sitting in silence and, and nature and letting God speak through nature and uh, that that time alone, it, uh, I, I think that's intriguing. How you know, kind of how how God kind of comes to you in all these diverse ways. Yeah, yeah. If you were going to give someone uh, like a very first, like somebody's like, I want to, um, I want to develop a spiritual life. Like, what, what what would be the first thing you would suggest to them? I think just some um, silence silent time um, in a place where they are either very comfortable or um, a place that they think is beautiful. They see beauty. If it's in a painting that's hung on the wall or um, someplace where they can just um, sit and be silent because sometimes that's just the hardest step to do is just to learn how to be be silent and um, and let uh, let your thoughts kind of flow um, and um, and then uh, maybe you know read some scripture. But really, the silence part and the um, and seeking Him. I think if I had never had heard those words about God being um, so close that you could touch Him, you know. Um, I wouldn't have worked so hard. Like it takes a little bit of effort there too. Um, and it has to be something you want. And, um, and you, you know, we heard that all, all our lives. Um, seek you first, the king, you know, and we do need to seek him. We, and when you seek, you will find, you will find it. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it interesting? We could, we can go through the motions of all this religious stuff and miss the point. But if you're seeking, all these religious things can be really great tools. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh -huh. You mentioned scripture. I, I I wonder if you have any favorite passages of scripture or stories or books of the Bible. Um. Well, actually, I guess my favorite scripture. I mean, I have lots of favorite scriptures, but the one that um. Uh, what meant so much to me well, actually was the 12th chapter of Romans. And um, I just was reading, and this was when I was really a lot young, you know, like maybe it was during that two years when we were looking. And I read it, and I, I just was like, oh, my goodness, everything in here is exactly, it speaks to today. It it was written a long time ago, but it speaks to my world today. And that was my high school, you know, my junior or senior year in high school. It spoke then and it's spoken to me every day since. I mean, there's nothing new under the sun, you know. Right. And um, yes. And um, 
uh, always the one about um, lean not on your own understanding. Mm -hmm. um, but I've had to remind myself of that a lot. Um, yeah. 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 I, my, my last interview was with uh, John Shugart, who, of course, is a member of our church and is in seminary and, and has a new baby. Uh -huh. And we were we were talking a little bit about how uh, now being a new father, how that's you know shift you know stretched his understanding of God a little bit. And uh, I know you've been taking care of a, a grandchild uh, some lately, and I just wondered how being a grandparent has maybe uh, affected the way you understand God or your relationship with God. Um. Yeah, he's um, he's just um, such a joy. And I tell you, um, when I had my children, I um, the uppermost in my mind always was if I couldn't do anything else as a parent, I wanted to make sure that all three of my children um, knew who Jesus was mm. and knew. Um, that you could have a relationship with him. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so that was like, number one, if I could do that, then I'd been a good mom. So, um, and so I'm looking at this little little boy now, Dominic, and, um, and I'm thinking the same thing. I, um, I'm singing the same songs to him. I'm, um, and he loves he loves music. He loves to be sung to, so that that's great. And um, and yeah, you know, I, I think having children and it really teaches you what unconditional love is and um, how God loves us. And he loves us even more than um, yeah. It's incredible there's nothing they could do to lose my love no. yeah 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 how great is that yeah yeah well maybe you just answered it what what's your favorite thing about god um i i really think it's um that i know he's there all the time mm -hmm. and that i know that um he is always um, there for me and I can and I have found ways a way to find him now you know like I know I can find him mm -hmm. and I know that that peace and um, and is always available mm -hmm. and um, and I just um, I, I it was always important to me I always thought that if I was doing what God wanted me to do and um, that he knew better than me um, what would make me happy or what would make me satisfied, feeling satisfied in my life. And um, so being able to depend on him to guide me is unbelievable. Yeah. So. I'm not in it by myself. <laughs> I don't have to answer all the questions or figure out how to fix things. Um, he's there. Yeah. Yeah. Who, uh, who have been through the years, who have been some of your spiritual heroes? Uh, people you know, you mentioned, you mentioned that uh, college student. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, have there been other heroes, people you've known, people you haven't, but you know, have looked up to from afar? Well, um, there, I've, I had a New Testament um, professor and I, I, have, I have a degree in religion and um, an undergraduate degree in religion. And I, I got it at a big university and he was a New Testament, my New Testament um, professor and he stretched me. And I stretched everybody there, and um, he uh, he really asked um, important questions. And he, um, well, he said he got uh, in trouble sometimes with the grandparents and stuff because he he pushed the envelope. And um, but I, as I watched him. And what he talked about and what was important to him, I didn't think I had ever seen uh, a better example of what it was be to live a life as a Christian. Mm. And um, so maybe his um, the way he he uh, interpreted the Bible was different sometimes, or um, how he what he thought about certain things were different from what I had heard in the past. But he um, he had just a very special light in him, and um, I truly appreciated that. And it and it really shaped a lot of who I am and how I approach the Bible. So I'm very um, I was very indebted to him. And the other one I think of is um, Evelyn Hendricks, that was a member of our church. And she was the hugger lady. Um, our children called her the hugger lady that um, she would hug all the, all the children as I came into Sunday school. And then I saw her, um, she worked as a volunteer at the hospital. And um, when she was very um, late in her life, she was having more trouble walking, but she said she had um, strong hands. And so she went and took a, um, class in reflexology, and um, she gave um, foot massages. She sat at the spa in a little room in the hospital, and um, I got to the hospital one day, and they said, Evelyn is giving foot massages to the nurses, so um, I walked in, and there's chocolate in a bowl, little towels all around the wall, there's this beautiful scent going on, and there's a Male nurse out with her, she's rubbing his feet. And I just thought, Evelyn, you you are just incredible. It was like she was washing washing the feet, you know. I just thought she was cool. Yeah. I really looked up to her. Yeah, no, no kidding. Yeah. Well, I about one more question. Um, if if you if you could ask God any question and and get a get a crystal clear answer back like you know you would you knew you'd know this was this is what god said any any guess what question that might be um you know i used to have a lot more questions i think um now i've over my life i've learned that 
the only way to get through life is to trust him no matter what. And so sometimes I think, you know, I kind of know what he'd say. But the thing that bothers me most, I think, is why um, innocent children have to suffer abuse. That's my hard one. And um, like, couldn't we do something to keep that from happening? <laughs> that one, that's a tough one for me. Yeah. Um, I, do, I, I do trust God. I trust him. Um, whether he ever does what I want him to do or not, you know, I'm going to trust him anyway because it's the only way to live and um, the only way to to really find peace, I think. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard that theme a lot in your, uh, your this conversation. You've talked about peace quite a bit, but um, you found that peace with God. Yeah. yeah. And I love the... Um, unspeakable joy when you know uh, to actually have experienced that joy unspeakable even in the midst of really awful awful stuff you know to to feel that joy um of of his presence and his love and hope yeah yeah well it's a great word for us yeah well, Mary Jo, thank you for this really great conversation and for sharing a bit of your story with us today. I know everyone who listens is going to be blessed by it. Uh, and to those who have listened today, uh, I know you have enjoyed hearing from Mary Jo. Uh, we hope you'll keep listening to the podcast for more great stories from more of our friends at First Church Orlando. Mary Jo, again, thank you. Thanks, fans. See you soon. We hope you enjoyed the podcast and that you will listen again in the future. If you enjoyed today's message, we hope you'll subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform and share it with others on social media. For more information about First Church Orlando, please visit our website at firstchurchorlando.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If this podcast is a valuable resource to you, we invite you to give to this ministry by making a financial contribution at firstchurchorlando.org forward slash give. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.